0: This podcast is brought to you by MetaFitX Pilates Bootcamp. MetaFitX Pilates Bootcamp is the most complete workout you will ever do. Where we start out each class with high interval training where you're using your body weight exercise. We're using TRX straps, slam balls, and then many other different uh, props and body weight stuff to get that heart rate up, to get that caloric burn that you're looking for, to, to, to lose that weight, and to get in. Re- great and amazing shape and at the end of each class we end with traditional Pilates both on the mat and utilizing the Pilates springboard and the purpose of Pilates just reintegrating everything that you've you've done back into the body again you're strengthening the body you're toning and you're lengthening the body and we're working on that uh on the whole um structure of the body and the alignment of the body. So it's super, super important to your everyday life. You're also going to see muscle tone happening because of the Pilates, that core strength, working on the lower back strength. All that stuff is, is a huge factor in the Pilates. So Right now, for all you guys listening to these podcasts, right now it's 10% off for one month of membership. That's 10% off. You just give us a call. It's 585-425-1113. Or you can email Steve at meta-fitx.com and let us know that you heard us from the podcast and we will get you hooked up with your 10% off for that first month. And thanks a lot and I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. <phone rings> What's up, everyone? It is Inspired Living with Rodney and Steve. T- today, our guest is Sandra Michelli. Said that right, right? Yes, <laughs> my pronunciations. Sandra Michelli, she is a nurse practitioner, uh, somebody I met uh, earlier this year who's helped me out greatly with uh, some, of, some of my health issues and helped out some of my family members now and um, friends and um, clients and all that stuff so so first let's talk about a little bit what what exactly you do like how do you help people um we've talked briefly before this podcast and i understand a little bit but um if somebody were to come to you for the first time let's um and begin and say they're you know not feeling well or whatever that specific whatever it is what 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 do you what's your what do you do for people how do you approach things mm-hmm. in a health world
1: so my background is in mainstream medicine, uh, and more recently I've taken a, a shift into anti-aging medicine, which combines the best of functional and nutritional and, uh, and mainstream uh, you know, to help reverse some of the aging processes in, in the body. Uh, so what I do is I, I assess people on multiple levels. Uh, I look at some things that are a little different. I use the acronym SHINES. Uh, I look at their sleep, I look at their hormones, I look at low-grade infections, uh, I look at their exercise um, and nutrition and also stress and that's probably the biggest one is looking at all of the stressors that individual is uh, encountering and trying to remove some of those stressors in order to move them into wellness. Uh, so I, my approach is probably a little different. Uh, I, use <laughs> I use a technology uh, called Dermagrid uh, that was developed by NASA, and it analyzes the skin. Uh, and the skin being the largest organ system of the body uh, actually reflects what's going on on the inside. Uh, and I also do blood work, uh, if necessary, and uh, kind of combine everything to really focus in on the individual and what their their areas are that need help, um, and right. then and then we just kind of monitor things and tweak things along and uh, and hopefully achieve their health goals.
0: Yeah, I love I love the approach because um, you know we're we're getting to the root of the issues instead of just medicating for the sake of medicating, and that and that pisses me off beyond belief. You know, <laughs> as you know, so yeah. It's yeah, mad. I get pissed out here. You're, you're <laughs> gonna see steam come out of my come out of my ears in the minute. So just to give you guys listening a background a little bit, um, you know, I've 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 had some, you know, many different issues of low energy. You know, just not you know body aches, not feeling all that great. And and we one of the things that we found out through blood work was that my T3 hormone was super low. What is T3? So. We'll let Sandra explain that one. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> so the thyroid uh, hormone levels. Uh, a lot of times, when your doctor checks your thyroid, they just do something called the TSH, which is a thyroid-stimulating hormone, and that really doesn't reflect thyroid very well. There's about six or six or seven different tests actually for the thyroid that need to be evaluated. I think. Um, thyroid-stimulating hormone comes from the brain, the anterior uh, pituitary, and it stimulates your thyroid to produce something called T4, and then T4 actually converts into T3, which is your usable form of thyroid. Uh, essentially, if you don't have T3, you're, you feel very lethargic, and a lot of other things kind of go wrong. What
2: are some... Reasons someone would be low
1: in T three in particular. Yeah. So there's there's a variety of different things. Um, one, it could be uh, it could be an issue in the anterior pituitary, um, where your body's not stimulating that, producing the thyroid stimulating hormone, and that feedback loop is not there. Um, a lot of times, I see the low T three syndromes associated with uh, low grade infections in the usually in the gastrointestinal
2: tract um and inflammation and stuff like that.
1: Correct. Yeah. Or even if, you know, if somebody's getting like really sick, you'll see their little you know, their T3 will be low. Um, also there could be a little bit of a conversion problem because your body doesn't have this necessary nutrition uh, to convert T4 to T3.
0: So those yeah. are those are the big ones. And what, yeah, so and it, it, one of the things that I wanted to Bring up, and I think is super important for people, and it is is and kudos to you for really helping me out with this. Is that we, you know, we talked about the brain being a factor, and then we talked about gut being a factor, and then through other blood work and just through um, talking and trying to figure out what was going on with me, we we've. Figured it was gut related just from my past experience uh, with having bad Candida many years ago and and just all the different things that I've, all the symptoms that I've had on things. So we, we've been on this, I still am on this huge detox thing, been for almost like almost three months now and just got my levels checked again. They were up to, what were they? 126 or 106? I forgot. 106. 100, they yeah. went up to 106. So that to me is, is just fucking amazing because, you know, I can go to people that, and it it just shows that a good diet and doing the right things, you don't need it because any doctor would just put you on a medication, a thyroid medication, and to to help your thyroid function properly, and eventually you would be, correct me if I'm wrong, but eventually you would have to take that the rest of your life because your body would depend on that. Right. Correct? Yes. And I'm sure that
2: medication also has a plethora of side effects, too, that will create different things and different elements, like... You know, you take one thing for one thing, and then it leads to something else, and it leads to something else. Like you know, you have a table full of prescriptions. Right,
1: right. We you fix know? one problem, create twenty others. Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's and it's, it's hard. Business plan.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is
0: a great business plan. I mean, the pharmaceutical companies do real well. <laughs> so they do, they do real well because of that shit. You know, so uh, you know, I think it's so. It just to, it's it just shows again that diet and and exercise and you know and uh, so, correct supplements and things is, is going to help. It's going to, you're going to be, that's like 95% of it right there. Right. And there are obviously times when people do need to use some sort of medications, right. of course, but that's not a lot of times, yeah. you know? Right. So I think, I thank you again. And I, you know, I think it's, <laughs> it's awesome. And I felt like shit for a couple months, but you know, I feel a lot better <laughs> now. <laughs>
1: you went you at <laughs> it all. I mean, anyway, you just, you, you did the. Did it quickly,
2: too, so. (laughs) Do you find that when you work with people, it's almost like you have to do a great deal of convincing?
1: Yeah, because it is different. Like a buy-in, you know, a
2: buy-in to what you're saying.
1: Right, because in in natural medicine, a lot of times you do feel worse before you get better. And that's hard because a lot of times people give up because they're like, oh, I feel like crap, I even feel worse now. What am I going to, you know, what am I doing? So that's that's the hard part, I think that's a big barrier. And in a lot of natural medicine, it takes time. It takes dedication.
0: That's, I think that's the big, I mean, obviously the feeling like crap thing too, but that's a, that's the big thing that a lot of people, that I talk to a lot of people about. Well, I've, you know, I've taken the, whatever it is for, you know, a month and I don't notice any change. I'm like, well, you kind of got to take it for a lot longer than that. You know, you've got to, you've got to buy into it. You've got to trust it. You've got to trust that what you're doing is the right thing and just keep going through it and doing it. And then eventually you will notice difference. Cause I, like I've told you a million times and I do like, I don't notice like I the only time I've ever noticed a huge difference in the supplements that I've taken is when I've stopped taking them. Yeah. And then I noticed it because it's so gradual, right. you know, it's, it's not something that's all of a sudden boom, for at least for me, I know some people it is like my wife, the, you know, what she needs to get in and see you at some point in time, you're right, Christine, you're listening. Um, uh, when she takes anything in B12, it makes her nauseous and she gets completely agitated immediately. Mm-hmm. So she has a weird effect with B12. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're talking good B12, like the B12 I take. So it's mm-hmm. not, you know, anything synthetic. So um, it's interesting how it just has different effects on people like that, you know. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, I don't know. It's... That, that, that's what makes it so hard is that drugs are easy because you have instant effects. You take yes. it, boom. It's the
2: world we live in. I yeah. we want this instant world. Like so someone spends 30 years doing something horrible for themselves and then they mm-hmm. expect 30 days something to shift. Yeah. Like maybe it's starting to shift, right. but, you know, you're walking uphill.
0: Yeah, what is the time? Like so somebody in my situation that came to you, because um, I think we talked about about this in your office. What so? What is the like if somebody? What is the normal time frame? Somebody has the low T three mm-hmm. and to get it up to to do some of the protocols that I've been doing. What is the normal time frame for people that that usually takes mm-hmm. for that to come up to, to go up?
1: Well, because you are healthy and you do exercise and you do eat well, you know, you did it a lot quicker than most. Um, right, right. <laughs> most people, it takes a long time because we're changing diet, we're changing a lot of other things as well. Um, You know, I I typically start to see people start to feel a little bit better at the eight-week mark. Mm -hmm. You know, they start to notice, like, oh, yeah, this is starting to work. Um, But it can take up to a year um, before you really start to recover, especially, like, if there is an adrenal component being stress, of course, that we can't get rid of. Um, That takes takes a good six months before your adrenal glands say, okay, I, I can handle things again, you know.
0: Right. Okay. So what what do you see what if what do you, what is one of the baseline things that you suggest? Let's say you have somebody coming into your office. Let's say they have a shitty diet. Mm-hmm. They are tired all the time. They don't exercise. They're they're kind of at their wits end. Like, and what grumpy. is and they're grumpy. Yes, because <laughs> I'm sure they're grumpy, right? What is like and, and they're pretty closed minded. But they, I mean, they can't be that closed minded to come to see you. So that's a very that's a huge step, step right, right there. Right. So at least they're going to be somewhat open minded to be able to make some sort of change. Maybe what is what is one of the first things you suggest to people in general? I'm sure it's different per person, but like kind of generally speaking, what is? Like for
1: diet, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the top three pro inflammatory foods I try to minimize as much as possible and those tend to be wheat, dairy, and sugar. Uh, and yeah. and those <laughs> and those are very addictive. Um, right. So those are the tough ones to kind of change up. For some people who are a little bit on the more resistant side, what I try to do is make what their 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 diet consists of maybe a little bit healthier. So instead of that Diet Coke that they're drinking, I might recommend um, one that's sweetened with stevia. It's a little bit more natural, you know, just to make a step, start making small changes. And eventually they'll, They'll add up and they'll want more because they'll start to notice,
0: oh, they feel better. Right. That's, that's exactly. That's, that's awesome. So let's delve into a little bit of the food thing. Because I think, you know, I always talk about this with people and, and but I don't have, I, I, I research and I understand things and I forget it goes out the oh, other yeah, side. Yeah, so I have a hard time explaining it. But let's just go with sugar, for instance. So why why is sugar bad for you, number one? And then why is it so addictive? What are the chemical components? What, what is the reasoning behind that?
1: So, uh, so sugar in general uh, puts a huge stress on the body. So it, it causes your insulin to spike, okay, which will cause that sugar to be going throwing, thrown into storage, basically, which winds up causing like fatty liver disease and weight gain. Um, but sugar is kind of like cocaine in a sense and how it hits the pleasure center of the brain. Right. So it fires you up a little. And it also actually fires up the adrenal glands. So, you know, a lot of times people who are highly stressed wind up craving that sugar just to keep them going. Uh, So, a lot of times when when your adrenal glands start to recover, you start to crave it a little less. Um, It also has a tendency to feed some of the more malicious microflora in the gut itself. So, sugar has a tendency to feed feed yeast or candida. Um, and what I usually call the terrorists in, in the gut, yeah, right. uh, things like mycoplasma or H. pylori uh, are the big ones that I tend to see, or strop even. So those bugs love sugar. So the more you have in the gastrointestinal tract, a lot of times the more you crave it, because it's not so much you who's craving it. It, it, it could be... It's all the
0: imposters. (laughs) It's all the bacteria. It's like the
2: prebiotic for the bad guys. It is. Yeah, there you go. That's good. I like guys,
0: Rodney. Your brain's clicking. It's good. You (laughs) You had no sugar today. It's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, uh, I was going to ask something, I lost my train of thought. So let's go to the big one. We and like so. Why is wheat bad? Why is it inflammatory? I know that l- gluten, for instance, is, is an undigestible protein, correct? Mm-hmm. And when something's not digested, when, when something can't be digested, it creates inflammation, right. correct? Right. Immediately, right? right? So the body has to get rid of it.
1: So gluten comes from the term glue. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So if you think about that, it's, it, it's glue in your gut uh, and it can, like for example, a slice of bread can take up to 21 days to exit. Wow. And it, because it's been, I want to say, illegally genetically modified, uh, it produces eight to ten times the amount of gluten than it did previous to the year 2000. So, a lot of times, you, you know, we didn't really hear about gluten being an issue right. and, until, you know, 2000 to 2003 when we introduced this kind of a super wheat to our food supply. Um, and then a lot of people started having problems with it. Well, it, it takes now eight to ten times the amount of digestive enzymes for your body to be to produce to break it down and eliminate. So prior to the year two thousand, it was bad, but now it's super bad, <laughs> and just that one level. the other the other big issues are that they they spray it with a lot of pesticides prior to harvesting. So when you consume those pesticides, you're now fermenting, uh, um, pesticide resistant bugs uh, and the way they process it, uh, the bromelation process, which makes it all nice and light and fluffy, will adhere to the gastrointestinal walls and prevent the absorption of the B vitamins, which will ultimately affect pretty much everything including your thyroid and right. nerve function and uh, everything else.
0: And that's what kind of leads to leaky gut syndrome too?
1: Yeah. So there's another another issue that they're finding with uh, wheat in particular, is that there's a one-cell lining um, in the gastrointestinal tract, a very, very small lining. And when we're younger, um, that lining can heal itself very quickly. And as we get a little older, every time we um, insult it or injure it with wheat in particular, it takes longer to that for that um, cell lining to heal. So the gaps actually occur. And this is where they, they theorize it, that you know, leaky gut starts to occur.
0: Now, what is the there's a I, I've heard uh, I think his name is Dr. Adams, a wheat belly guy, talk about mm-hmm. this quite a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, Dave Asprey talk about which yes. I bring all the time, and he likes to make fun of me for it. Um, <laughs> is what is the chemical in wheat that causes us to want more? Isn't there something that like isn't there like a chemical in there that that is yeah. detrimental to the brain, basically? That,
1: that fries your brain. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. That, the wheat. I don't remember
0: what that chemical is called. Do you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Or? I can't
1: remember. He actually he, he he presented last year at the conference, and I can't remember either. Right. Um, Isn't there
0: something
2: else in wheat that uh, lectin? Mm-hmm. Isn't that like causes inflammation? Cause right. It's like the whole theory, like the bear eats the berry and then poops out the seed. Like this, is how the berry kind of recreates itself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and the wheat. I don't know, this is just me, like my bro science, but like you eat the wheat and it, it, it wants to live, so it goes through the system and it can't be digested. So when you put it out the back, if you know we we're outside, it would plant some other wheat. <laughs> is that true? Like, hmm. is that-
1: I don't know about that one. Yeah. Well, I've heard <laughs> about lectin.
2: Like lectin, is it's a protein, right? Mm-hmm. In wheat that really causes inflammation. Right, right. Your body
1: reacts to it. And some people are a little more sensitive than others, too. Right. And I think based on, you know, how stressed their body is, too, is how, how much more they react.
0: Now, to why is somebody, why can somebody seem seemingly handle gluten and bread and pizza and stuff and other people cannot? Why is there, is it because they just don't notice?
1: That's most likely it. There's a yeah. lot of damage that's occurring that may not be noticed or felt. Right. Uh, so I'm just a sensitive bastard? <laughs> no. You know, and, and depending, too, on how much stress... Right. You're under.
0: Right.
1: You know, that plays a huge role because it's just one more stress added to your system by eating it, you know, so if you're, you're not under a ton of stress, well, a lot of times people can handle it a little bit better because your body's able to produce those enzymes easily, right. you know, and eliminate it a little bit better. A lot of time the wheat here in the United States, too, they only use the starchy part. So they get rid of the whole and the, and the, other, the other parts of it, too. So the way they process it, they get rid of the, the stuff that you would probably poop out and regrow. Right, some good stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah so the, yeah. Whole, the whole seed part is actually taken apart and you just take the inner part, which is pure sugar, basically.
0: Wow, that's great. So let's go to cheese because now cheese, you know, I eat cheese sometimes and I try a lot of times I'll eat raw cheese. Um but I think this is a good topic because we have something like the we have the paleo diet, which is huge, we have the keto diet, which is huge. And I'll see videos, especially on the keto diet, with that one big muscle dude down there, I don't remember his name now, um, talk about how cheese is fine and like cheese is huge on a keto diet. And it's huge on the on the paleo diet. So cheese is not. On the keto diet, it well, is. The paleo diet. Is it no not, on cheese, paleo, not on a paleo diet? On a paleo diet, there's no cheese. No,
2: no, no dairy at all. They eat really? I think they do. It's essentially a caveman
0: diet. It's oh, okay. Free maybe it's keto that I'm. Maybe it's just keto yeah. that I'm thinking of.
1: Yeah, like um, the bulletproof diet actually will have like the butter.
0: Yeah, Label, grass the grass fed by the ghee, right, yeah, right, exactly, right. And, and that's all fat, so that's that's why that's a lot better. Cause it doesn't have the lactose in it. it, doesn't have the sugar in it, and it doesn't have the casein in it. Right.
1: Right, and that that's was, that. Yeah, some, but not. You know,
0: the not so ghee good. is supposedly like as any. any The clarified
1: butter.
0: The yeah. clarified butter, yeah. yeah, which is clarified butter. So talk about let's talk about cheese though, because I actually got into an argument with somebody about this the other day, and I sound like an idiot because I really didn't know how to explain <laughs> myself very well. And part of it was the casein, like because the casein is not really digestible. That's or it is... Argument. No, let's not talk about the argument right now. We'll talk about the argument later. He wants the juicy stuff. We'll get past all this and get juicy in a little bit. Okay. So let's talk, let's talk about. I just think this is good because I think people you know that are listening too can get a better understanding of of why because people just there's so many people out there just and, and part of it is just money and it's and and and, and uh, companies just throwing shit at you you know now that you've got all these gluten free things and everything like that but there is some science behind this stuff and I mm-hmm. think it's important for people to hear that because people just the people that don't want to give up or don't think it's for real think it's just all marketing and we know part of it is of course but there actually is a lot of science based behind what's actually going on now right. with all these with the sugar and the wheat gluten and, and the cheese so yeah, and the dairy, dairy products so yeah. um, that's I think why I think it's, think it's so important to kind of break that down and let people make Decisions on their on their own as far as like what they feel they want to do or don't want to do. So let's talk cheese. All right. I love cheese. So dairy. <laughs> uh,
1: dairy's taken kind of a turn for the worse as well as far as the way it's processed and how the poor cows are handled. Um, they're loaded with antibiotics, unfortunately.
0: Even the organ, but the organic ones are not.
1: The organic ones, no. Um, you know, the organic dairy tends to be better. Mm -hmm. Um, but if we're kind of predisposed to reacting to dairy, um, prior to like the switch, let's say, you know, somebody who had grown up on, um, organic dairy is probably not going to react like somebody who hasn't. Um, so what happens is your, your body associates a lot of times some of the chemicals, um, and some of the other substances in the dairy, um, with the dairy itself. So to back up a little bit. Uh, mainstream dairy is unfortunately loaded with a lot of hormones. In order to keep the cows producing their milk and things like that, they'll pump them full of hormones, they pump them full of antibiotics, they tend to be fed genetically modified corn, um, it, which is not their, their normal diet. Uh, so you start to see like the changes in, in the milk itself. Uh, one of the other big ones is the uh, genetically modified hormone uh, in dairy. Uh, that we're starting to see cause problems, especially like in young girls. Uh, and I saw this in, in practice prior prior to changing. Even um, I worked in an allergy office, uh, and you know the menstrual cycles of girls started starting earlier at like eight. Heavy milk drinkers, you know. Yeah, That's crazy. Uh, and and I also saw an association association with autoimmune diseases with heavy milk drinkers. Um, and it was, it was kind of interesting just to observe. Uh, the, other, the other big thing, people with allergies uh, will start to see that they're a lot more congested um, with heavy milk and dairy consumption. What happens is that the dairy itself will thicken the secretions, not only in the gastrointestinal tract, but in the sinuses. So people with constant like, congestion and post-nasal drip, one of the first things I'll say to them is like, mm, you should probably try to pull back on the dairy first um, because it creates an environment for the bad guys, the terrorists, to kind of live in as well. And, they, and, to, and, to, and to replicate and, and kind of hang out. And instead of being washed away, they're, they're hanging out in the intestines and replicating and, and living off of lactose, which is another sugar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's multiple issues associated with that, and then you know when you look at even even the processing the, of it, you know the um, the pasteurization, uh, we're getting rid of a lot of the good stuff during that process as well, because we're getting rid of a lot of the enzymes and we're getting rid of a lot of the the good bacteria too um, that we'll see in, in milk. Um, so milk isn't necessarily horrible for you. Um, but just the way it's been processed and,
0: um, uh, well, what about lifespan? the, what about the casein in it then? What is, what's about that? Because I know there was, I think it was Forks Over Knives or one of right. those documentaries saying that they were linked, it's linked to cancer yes. growth. Actually. Yes. Yeah.
1: So the casein and lactose, uh, the sugar basically, right. um, seem to, to kind of feed a lot of the inflammatory processes. And a lot of times people react to it on a low level, which creates an inflammatory process. Right. So you see this a lot, and even uh, you know kids, uh, you know with the allergies, you know they, they definitely react to to that protein, um, and it, it's not a, not, a, not an easy one, and it does feed some of the cancer, was um, what they're they're blinking or thinking. Right. You know, even the book, um, the China study. Yeah, that's uh, right. I got
0: it. That's right. It was a China study. Yeah. That's what they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh,
1: and they're saying that maybe even dairy is one of the root
0: causes of autoimmune diseases. Yeah. Um, so. So casein is, is digestible, but it takes a long time for the body to digest right. it. Correct? Right. And another stress. So it's another stressor. So whenever, just to be clear, whenever it takes, whenever it's hard for the body to digest anything, it causes stress on the body, and that Correct. will cause some sort of inflammation, even if it's low-grade inflammation. Potentially,
2: yes. Right. And I think one thing to think about is, like, it's overdoing of all this stuff, right? Like, like you use an acronym in the beginning, right? And there's all these different sides. And if we're taking care of ourselves and, like, you know, occasionally Steve has, you know, this piece of cheese, like, the body is resilient enough to be fine with it, but right. it's coming home and sitting on your bot in front of the T V or on the internet and then drinking a bunch of like, you know, milk and then like, you know, not sleeping good and staying up all night and then like repeat not getting good sleep. Like I think it's like a recipe for disaster. Correct. Like
0: plus there there's so many addictive properties to this stuff too. So right? it's not one of those things where it's easy for some people. Some people can do it in moderation. I could I, I'm not a moderation. But see person. like like I think <laughs> you know?
2: I think like
0: it, it comes to
2: like it's it's, it's it's beyond the, the actual food. It's the person's psychology of the person, right? Like getting them to like love themselves, right? Like why do we want our bodies to work good? Why do we want more energy? You know, like when we're just eating bad all the time, not treating ourselves good. It, it's a, it's a case of self love. Hmm. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Like, you
0: know. I agree. I agree. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: I think it starts with you. Right. Right. Like um if i don't know i'm i'm always the positive guy right i think like you know change can happen um but it has to start with you like w- the circumstances like we can't change the way they make milk right? Right. we can't change the way like they make bread and we can we can we can stress ourselves out about all these different things, but if we can just like, just be grateful that we know this information, right? Mm -hmm. Like we know this information and we can like proceed.
0: We have the choice to either partake or not partake, you know, right
2: But now do we stress ourselves out about the others? You know what I mean? Then that, that's just adding more stress. About right. the, what do you mean
0: the others like? Others that are eating milk and other right. people and all the ads I, I and think all the that, things and everything going on. I and think and that, oh that's, my god, yeah. like
2: like the world is falling down because there's all kinds of things, that is gonna cause equal amount of stress than eating just a piece of
0: cheese. <laughs> okay. I oh I I hundred percent agree with that. I think it, the important thing is is to deal with yourself first. Yeah, I think the biggest the big issue is the self love thing, but it's also we're stressed in our lives. Most people aren't doing what they want to be doing. Most people are miserable, so we all cling to things that help us feel better. Right. 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 So we have all that's numbing. Yeah. numbing. so That's right. the uh, Alcohol is a, a, an easy one to understand, but right. people have a hard time understanding the sugar or the weed, the gluten or the cheese. That that's just the same fun. idea. Especially it's still it's still in it's still lighting up the brain. It's part
2: of yes. the four yes. food you know, groups, man.
0: It's part of four food groups. <laughs> So it's understanding that, like, you know, a, a good shift for people that might might be two is when you're stressed, don't eat that shit. When you're stressed, go run, go punch a bag, go for a quick walk, take a couple of deep breaths, mm-hmm. and then, then when you're ready, if you feel still want something like that, then eat a little bit of it. If you're, and you know, instead of just being reactive with that stuff, you know, well, kind of like finance. the utmost. I yeah, exactly. I,
2: I'm in love with group gluten-free pretzels and they're so crunchy. <laughs> so crunchy. They're better than regular pretzels. And like, <laughs> like I'll be sitting there doing something on the computer summit and I will it's it's like the addictive hands in the mouth that yes. that's going on. That's the process that I need to break. Like one thing I've tried to do in my life is uh, I only eat like when it's time to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that's where I found it works best for me. Like, okay, it's 10 to eat dinner. I'm eating dinner. Okay, I'm done and the food is done. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than like, I'm just going to snack on stuff all day. I used to, that's that's my weakness, being a snacker. Like, yeah. I'll eat a little bit all day long, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So...
0: Yeah, that's, that's tough. That's, that's, especially if you, if you are sitting down like, a, like a, that's tough, like an office worker or something too, where they're at their computer all freaking day, they can easily be snacking, no problem, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. And not And it good, doesn't allow
1: your body to rest and digest. Right. You know, and that's, you know, if you think about 80% of your immune system stems from your small intestines, if they're constantly working on digestion, when are they, When when's the immune system going to start to work?
2: How, what do you feel about uh, intermittent fasting?
0: There you go yeah. you, heard, you read my mind you read my mind that so was my next great. question yeah you
1: know it gives your body uh, time to to rest, digest and kind of clear that out and allow it to, to heal itself. you know you can reset your immune system with intermittent fasting. you can reset your metabolism with intermittent fasting. Um, you know, the, we don't need to eat all the time.
0: <laughs> most of us are overfed.
1: <laughs> yes. We can stand <laughs> to not eat
0: for three or four days, probably.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and, most, you know, most of the ancient cultures did fasting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and they have proven that fasting improves longevity.
0: So can, what is so? explain to everybody what intermittent fasting actually is. and.
1: So there's a couple different ways to go about, like, intermittent fasting. Um, some people will say, well, okay, well, I'm just going to eat between noon and 8, mm-hmm. and that's the only time I'm going to eat, and then I'm going to allow my body to rest and digest until, you know, noon the next day. Um, that's one way. Sometimes um, you'll you'll see people take a day where they do more of a, like, a juice fast or, you know, they'll just um, take a day and just not eat as much or drink mostly fluids throughout the day. Um, and you can do that. Even every other day is another way to do that. You know, you do like under five hundred calories for the day is considered a fast. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, you can do it that way as well. Um,
0: I had a client in New York who 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 did that. She had. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was two days a week where mm-hmm. she did under 500 calories mm-hmm. and she lost weight doing that. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the week she just ate whatever she wanted to eat, mm-hmm. you know? So I thought that was really interesting. The other question that one, one, I've heard different things on this. And one of the things that, um, I've always wondered cause I, uh, three days a week, three nights a week, I practice the intermittent fast and just because it's super easy for me to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I feel way better. So when I exercise my, because I do all my weightlifting on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. So Monday, Wednesday in Fridays, I do heavy weight lifting on an empty stomach so uh, I usually do it around 10 30 11 and I haven't eaten anything since about seven o'clock the night before mm-hmm. um, I feel amazing doing it mm-hmm. every once in a while I need to eat a little, every once in a while I feel a little lightheaded and I need to eat something mm-hmm. and sometimes I will but 99 percent of the time I don't have to but how long do, do you how long does it take the body to digest everything and I know this is different depending on what their diet right, is right um, but let's say, for instance, my, let's just talk about meat for a So my diet is primarily, you know, if you eat a lot of vegetables, I eat probably too much chicken and, and turkey and um, sometimes some, you know, um, uh, sweet potatoes, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much what I eat. Sounds really boring, actually. I like yeah. bring it out there. Some cheese every once in a while. So, how long would it take before my body's done digesting, on on average, and getting into boosting the immune system or doing whatever else it needs to do in the body?
1: Yeah, if it's primarily vegetables and fruits that you you know, you eat, uh, a lot of times that digests a lot quicker mm-hmm. than a lot of the fats and proteins. So it, it can vary, but, you know, we'll see even just a five hour span, you know, it'll, it'll pass, you know, it takes a couple hours in, in the stomach and then, you know, starts going through the small intestines. I mean, you have 21 feet of small intestines and then another seven of large. Wow. <laughs> that's, a lot, that's a lot of, that. you
0: know, that's it a, takes, a lot of get for it. feet. <laughs>
1: it's
0: insane. Yeah,
1: wow. so, so that takes that takes a long time, and you got to think of the surface area. Uh, uh, that too is is amazing. I mean, it just seems like it's a you know like, tiny little area, but it, it really really if you stretched it all out, including the villi it's it's
2: pretty long. <laughs> I
0: know, right?
2: <laughs> well, so, there's a lot. There's a lot that has to happen. Yeah. Through that.
0: Right. Your body's right. an amazing yeah. organism for sure.
2: Yeah.
1: It depends too on you know your your hydro you know your. Um, your acid production it, it depends on your enzyme production some people just don't produce it as much especially if they're under stress Right. so I mean it can vary um, you know the first five hours of sleep is when your immune system kind of resets itself and it's probably because you're not eating
0: <laughs> gotcha gotcha um, so I feel like eating right before you go to bed and when you and then pretty much an hour or so after you wake up in the morning you're kind of fucking yourself pretty badly pretty much oh Yeah, you know? I
2: think so I think, I yeah. do you think so uh this is another thing I think about is like the food nowadays is so nutrient it's like not nutrient dense right like the amount of micronutrients we're not getting so we get really deficient correct in micronutrients so we therefore crave more mm-hmm. and we try to sustain it but we don't because we're just adding more calories of garbage mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, like, in my life, the one thing, like, I I, I really noticed, like, we have a juicer, and when we make juice in the morning, and I have a juice first thing in the morning, like, you know, like, carrot, ginger, and a lemon or something, mm-hmm. like like, I feel amazing during mm-hmm. the day, and mm-hmm. it's, like, that superpower of, like, good nutrients first thing in the morning, and, like, I don't feel hungry later, mm-hmm. like, I can go a lot longer, like, when I don't do that, and I just go straight for the coffee, mm-hmm. like by 10 o'clock I'm ready to like eat a horse right you know
1: right that's that's, that is a big issue because even
2: soil right the soil the plants even we can even talk about the organic food and vegetables that we get like we have to like have so much variety and have so much quantity to get the nutrients that I think we actually need.
0: Mm-hmm. It's crazy, yeah, especially nowadays. And we don't even have variety. I mean, use like, what, 10 different vegetables at Wegmans, and that's about it? Maybe not even that much.
2: <laughs> you know,
0: there's not a lot of variety that we have yeah. easily accessible to us, right. you know.
1: Right. They estimated of... that a carrot from the 1950s is equivalent to approximately 10 today as far wow. as nutrition goes. <laughs> Holy so, shit. <laughs> so we've depleted the soil and you know and,
2: so and they like ten carrots on having one. One. From yeah. the nineteen fifties. That's <laughs> good to know, right? <laughs> yeah. we're, just, we're still living, man. That's well, still, we are that's still living thing about the body. It's, yeah. it still adapts.
0: Yeah, and we live longer now than they did back then too. It's just because we're on so many medications (laughs) that just keep us pumped up and going. We're preserved.
1: We're preserved.
0: (laughs) It's perfect. But I don't think we. I
1: don't. You know, I think compared to let's say you know fifty years ago, I think our quality of life may not be as good. You know, because I think I think we, we do see and do I do see the the effects of the stress. Probably a lot more than I did when I first started in healthcare. Right, even 20 years ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, we have, because now the pressure is so much higher, you know, you, we have, we go to the negative news, you see it all the time now, Mm -hmm. and that's such a huge detriment to our brains and to our hormone levels and stuff constant stress yeah feeding that every single time we we see because it's everywhere Facebook whatever you know I think people just have a lack of
2: purpose right in their lives they're like living to satisfy themselves with external things right like whether it's like they're living
0: to consume
2: the new Mm -hmm. uh new leggings or whatever, a new car, a new house, or you know, it's like they get the sense of satisfaction for a moment, right? right. Like, they, like it does, like you get a new car, you're like, okay, this feels cool. Like look at the nice fancy heated seats and stuff, but that goes away, and then you're kind of back in that like, what is my purpose, you know? And I think people could do one thing, is really what gets you excited to get out of bed? What gets you excited to eat good? Yeah. You know, and what, I think would when, when you have it, a yeah. great, exciting life, and you want to keep that life, therefore you're going to eat better. You're yeah. going to do these things to take care of yourself. When you really don't give a crap, like you're like you're in a miserable state, a miserable mm-hmm. marriage or a miserable relationship, and you hate your job. Like, why do you want? What gives you that urge?
0: Right, you're not going to give a crap. You're not going to care so much. You're not going to... It's a vicious cycle, too. It it totally is. Because I
2: think that acronym is so cool because it leads to so many... You could take... I could take a conversation on each of those little things, and we could probably talk an hour on each one, you know? Yeah. Um, It's funny because, like, we're both in the fitness thing, and, like, whether it's a yoga class or uh, a fitness class I teach, like, you see someone come in with that, like, kind of... They're scared to come through the door. They make that first step, which is the hardest, right? It's the hardest to come there. But like you can see someone's self-esteem in just the way they walk, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The way they walk in your door. And like after a couple of months, I start to see them walking taller Mm -hmm. and and having a bigger smile and starting to feel better about themselves. And it's just, it's just building themselves up and then maybe that leads to something else. It's a chain reaction of things. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It's awesome, and I think what's awesome about the you know, I, no, I, I like the the rants are always good. I think um, the, the on the flip side of this too is is we're talking about the vicious cycle. It's awesome. This is this is what I tell people, especially people just walking in for the first time, and never really worked out and don't have the great diet. Is when you start to work out all the time, you'll want to eat healthy. Right. You're going to want to do it. So when you the more you work out. The more you're going to want to work out, the more you eat healthy, the more you're going to want to eat healthy. So it's like what you were talking about in the beginning. I've actually just uh, finished up my workbook. I'm doing a whole um, series of... um uh, lifestyle coaching stuff in the new year starting in January and the same approach to what you were saying is just those small steps of just add and I'm more about the add-in stuff begin in the beginning than anything else. Forget about taking anything out you know mm-hmm. and then just add mm-hmm. some healthy shit in, especially right. if your diet is completely whacked you know <laughs> just get just put a just add a nice big salad with some really really good dressing that's not made out of soy or vegetable oil with your pizza. You know, yeah. you <laughs> even, can get it at Primal Kitchen. They sell it at Wegmans. It's good stuff. Avocado oil. I it's Bragg's. It's really good. I yeah. dumped shit it right out. And Bragg's is another one that's good. It's olive oil. and, Yeah. Mm. So, and I tell, it, and so it's like, you know, it's. That's um, the thing,
2: right? The fallacy of even like, I think I'm doing good, but I'm getting a salad at McDonald's, right? right? Exactly. Like, like soy so soy. Dressing and dumping it all over <laughs> with bread and chicken, like I and mean, like, they, they, it's. It, I'm not making fun of it, right? Like they don't know the difference. They just.
0: They end just. Up, you're they, right, and they think if iceberg lettuce is perfect, too, right? Oh, I'm. I mean, <laughs> I got some nutrient dense food here with iceberg lettuce <laughs> and a few car- shredded carrots and a couple cucumbers, and we're good to go. <laughs> you know, no, I'm talking about a big massive salad with some really good healthy greens, and <laughs> but um, so it's just those things like that that is that is so. Simple right. that the people when people start doing that, it starts to really add up, right. they start to really start to feel better.
1: Even, even adding something simple like a, an apple a day, I right. mean, even the old adage, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. I, uh, it's true, it, you know. Except I, for I,
0: me, I can't eat apples.
1: <laughs> no. You
0: told me I can't,
1: <laughs>
2: not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Are green apples better for you? Maybe hmm. so it? uh, that's I what know. I heard. I green don't know, apples, yeah.
1: Green? Yeah. Or, yeah, apples well. in general.
2: Or if you're going to eat a banana, you eat it, like, before it's ripe because it has less sugar.
0: Mm-hmm. It does it's have nice. less sugar when it's not ripe, yeah. yes. I don't like bananas. I'm just saying. Uh, and bananas yeah. aren't yeah. really it's, that nutrient. I mean, if you're going to get potassium, well, it's you're going to avocado. Right.
2: And uh, we've talked about this on the podcast a little bit. Like, what do you feel about, like, seasonal, regional eating? Oh. So, like, you know, we live in the Northeast, so, like, in certain vegetables and certain fruits and certain things harvested at different times, should we be eating them as they harvest, you know, and based on our region? And do certain vegetables and things grow better in the Northeast because this is what we need mm-hmm. in the Northeast versus mm-hmm. like, do we need to be eating bananas, right? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> bananas like, are some from the South, right? you know? Right. But then Steve would have to stop eating avocados.
0: And, yeah. <laughs> That's not happening. I have an avocado a day normally. And that helps keep the doctor away. It just doesn't keep Sandra away though. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: avocados
0: are delicious.
2: <laughs> actually, I don't even really like enjoy their taste. I just eat them because I know they're so healthy. Yeah.
1: Guacamole yeah. well, is good. Guacamole. Yeah. Well, they're
0: they're good. I th- corn chips. So
1: like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I actually throw in lettuce lettuce yeah
0: make lettuce wraps mm. oh that's good that's good yeah, yeah I make a mash with like I put like uh, some some primal kitchen um, chipotle mayonnaise in there Ooh. and uh, with with the avocado with a little bit of chicken sometimes some cucumber in there mash it all up get a good amount of fat and Dude. that I just had that earlier actually it was mm. free and I put some kale in there mm. mixed it all up oh it was awesome mm. I got one on the top of that uh-oh. So you take the
2: avocado and you, you, you mush it up and you mix it with like cacao and you put uh you can put a little salt and a little honey in it, uh huh. Um, and then you put it in the refrigerator and it looks it looks like chocolate pudding. Yeah. Then, I have a recipe then for you, chocolate then you, pudding. Then you, like like, that. you just like take a strawberry or some fruit and you can dip it in there. Oh, that's done that a few times.
0: Yeah, in my book that I've that I have coming out really soon, I have a bunch of recipes in it. One of the recipes is a um is a you know a chocolate avocado pudding it's freaking amazing, oh, that amazing. I have that in the morning sometimes boost your brain yeah. it's really good yeah, get some good. good yeah
2: we at work we have like frozen avocados we put in the in the
0: shakes oh make, yeah. frozen avocado yeah they,
2: they work in some ice cubes we use frozen avocados oh well, that's and cool uh, yeah oh, that's pretty
0: neat. I have an avocado growing in my house avocado tree growing in my house yeah. it's awesome yeah. it's like <laughs> about as tall as that tree right now behind you there it's freaking awesome. I don't know if we'll grow so up. What, was there
2: uh, some, i just ranting. So <laughs> kind of getting back on topic, like in your own personal life, like was there some kind of instance or something that happened that you're like, like this is the path I'm going. Mm. Like, was there some kind of like a one thing? Point. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because you start, yeah, that's a really good question because you started as a nurse practitioner it, it, like a traditional nurse, correct? Or or
1: RN? Well, actually, I started in college, I was a home health aide, okay. so I kind of started from there. I started, uh, and then I was a um general, I worked in hematology, oncology, uh, and I also started uh, working in substance abuse, uh, so I worked in that field for a good 10 years. But uh, I think that the turning point for me was, um, I, I, I actually got a lot of patients that Refused to start taking medications. Um, And there was a few things that happened at that time. Uh, Instead of just sitting there and twiddling my thumbs and looking at them, I started to investigate some things that, okay, well, maybe I can help them in another way. Um, At that point in my life, I also was under a ton of stress and uh, my stomach started to change and I started to feel like crap, basically. I couldn't get off the couch, you know, there there was a lot of factors and I was thinking, what the heck, what am I doing? He went to my own doctor and um, he kind of said, well, you know, if I had a nickel for everybody that said that, I'd be a millionaire. I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, he offered me, <laughs> offered me some medication and I'm thinking, oh, I want to take this stuff, <laughs> you so know. Like, go figure, don't
0: figure out what's going on to do that.
1: <laughs> so I started to, you know, change my own lifestyle, uh, radically changed my diet, uh, started to really pursue, um, you know, what, what can I do to improve myself and, you know six weeks started to feel a little bit better you know three months I'm like okay I'm getting there and you know it, it took a good two to three years before I felt somewhat normal again um and it was after the birth of my first child which you know was, was pretty stressful mm-hmm. um and uh, I had a lot of other things going on in my life at that point so I recognized a how stress kind of impacted me and you know, um, and how we needed to kind of reverse some of that stuff. The other thing I witnessed, and I probably shouldn't even publicly say this, but, um, how we treat people, <laughs> uh, with chronic illness. Uh, I had one of my favorite patients, uh, was put into a study, uh, cause he couldn't afford medication. And, uh you know, he, uh, he did quite well the first four weeks. He, he jumped out of the wheelchair and, you know, gave me a hug and said he felt great, and, you know, four weeks later, he had passed away, and uh, for me, it, it was kind of a traumatic experience, um, you know, just losing him, you know, to, uh, you know, to the experimental drug, and then to find out that his, um, his data wasn't going to be included in the study.
0: Oh, it's so fucked
1: up. Yeah, so um, at that point, I, I kind of started to say, okay, I can't do this ethically anymore, you know. Uh, and I, I and that was one of the things, you know, I started to wake up. And I think, yeah. I think you know, as healthcare providers, we weren't taught a lot of things, you know. We weren't taught a lot of, of what goes on. And, you know, you start to wake up, you start to recognize things, not only in yourself, but other people. and. Um, you know, I
2: just I feel like you're a bamboozle. Yeah, exactly. So you
0: guys, I mean, when you guys go to school, then what? You guys are more taught. Are you guys more taught, like, you know, symptoms and then how to treat them? Is that like primarily the primary, the, the, right. the the education? I mean, right. you
1: establish the diagnosis mm-hmm. and you treat the the
0: diagnosis. Right. You're not treating the person. So no. So What I don't understand is that there's so there's no there's so many. I mean, Rochester. We have U of R. We have Rochester General. We have all. It's huge in the medical field. So you're, so you're telling me that not, most of the people that go to school for to medical school never question that. I mean, it That's doesn't make any sense because <laughs> the logical person would think, okay, I have a stomach issue and I've had it for three months. Why do I have it? Right. You know, and, and if you're going to school for it, you've got to be pretty smart to go to medical school. You know, why? I, would, I don't understand why a medical student wouldn't say, well, how come we're not learning why I mean, this is happening? They
2: are. Like, I'm going to you know, say they probably are. It's the system, though. Like, we could talk about how shady the dollar bill is right, and money, right. but that doesn't change the financial system. You know, the, the, the system, and it takes people like you, and I think it takes people like us, and it takes podcasts like this yeah. to make a difference, and we are. Right. Um, it, I just think it's just it's, it's, so it's, it's, frustrating. it's an uphill, yeah, kind of battle, but.
1: I, mean, I don't. I don't think you know. I mean, when you're taught something, you say, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, you say, like, okay, well, vaccines. Let's, I'm just oh boy, here we go. I'm, not gonna go. I'm not going <laughs> to go too crazy with to this, but, no, I, 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 but we just... were taught that you know. Um, you have a denatured virus in this vaccine of course your body's going to respond to it build an immunity to it and yay you know that's what you want to do to prevent you know the the illness we were never taught what was in a vaccine and how they were
0: made (laughs) Squid.
1: so we were never taught that there were i don't know other things like mercury and and, i don't know (laughs) aluminum and aborted fetal tissues and uh, and monkey parts and these things, you know, we we didn't know. I didn't even at that point in time too. I didn't question
2: it, you know, right.
1: and, and I, I should have. And I, I feel terribly guilty for not questioning more.
2: I I think I think one of my hardest things in my life was when my kids were born and have to go through the vaccination cycles because I did not believe in it. I didn't want them to do it. My second kid was born. They wanted to give them. Uh, I forget what vaccination. It was immediate, as soon as he came out of the womb.
0: I told him to yes. fuck off. Yeah,
2: I said, no, we'll talk to our doctor. I did, I that's told him I to did. fuck
0: off, and they didn't do it, they didn't do it, you know, but I, you Did know, you say that really? Yeah, I think did I, did, I did, I did, off. I think I did say, because the one doctor was a real pain in my ass, so I told him to fuck, <laughs> fuck off, yeah, because this is my kid, <laughs> you ain't fucking, <laughs> you're not gonna fuck with my kids, you can go.
2: No, I, well, I, I agree. It's, I, but
0: it's. I, but, it's I, but
2: the thing is they don't know any different,
0: Steve. I don't care, listen to me the first time, you know that's the, I mean you're gonna give me five I, this this kind of stuff really makes me mad because no, part I, of it part of it's because I, because it's like almost it's out of my control and they're my kids people are affecting I mean, like need the, them for you know it's like, like
2: we, we, I with our kids like I think like I had my wife at the time on the same kind of page as me it's like let's just mess with this like the spacing
0: Mm -hmm. that's what we did we only did what we had appointments
2: we cancel appointments and cancel appointments until like okay we have to get it now Mm -hmm. there's no space and then we cancel appointments and we space it out as far as in like like by the grace of god like my kids are super healthy and great Mm -hmm. but it's still like if it was my choice you know maybe they would get polio i don't know like is polio even a thing anymore like everybody's vaccinated like, you know I don't That's know the
0: be, you know what the best is just to just I always find this very funny is when the the unvaccinated I have a friends who um, are lucky enough they put their kids in a, in a, not a Montessori uh, a, not a Montessori Steiner school <clears throat> and um, which is awesome I wish we had one up here um, you don't have to vaccinate then so they'll have like be around other kids and the parents will get will find out and they'll get pissed off to say well your kids are going to get my kids sick and they the whole thing is is you're fucking vaccinated. Your kid's not gonna get sick, right? Isn't that the whole theory behind it? <laughs> yeah. So you should you should be fine. <laughs> it's the other kid you gotta worry about, right? In your eyes anyways, you know. So I think it's just hysterical. It's such a it's such a Dude, hot topic, already, you know. Like,
2: I just remember like sitting there just getting shots after shots yeah. after shot. Like What is it? No one even told me.
0: Right, they just do it. Yeah. Weird
2: shots too. There was one. It was like an air gun. It was just yeah. like, whoosh, and you could feel the serum inside you. It felt like maple syrup rolling down your pant, like your leg, but it was uh-huh. inside. Uh-huh. And I remember, I was like, that's the weirdest feeling ever. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have seen some of the vets actually come back, um, vaccine injured, and there are some that are being compensated for certain vaccines that they were giving. So, what well, they maybe. doing? They were
2: doing like when I was in, it was anthrax was a big one. There, mm-hmm. that, that was for the one
1: anthrax.
0: That, yeah, that was the one that they were having probably. So, jeez, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's crazy. Oh man, it's just yeah, I get all fired up. So we we can move topics from, from that <laughs> one. That's okay. I not that up. That, no, now. that's no, it's all right. That's, that's good. That's oh, I mean, it's but
1: it's we good stuff. we were just never taught. This, like, you know you just at that age you didn't really question things you were just well why would you why
0: would you though I mean I don't think that's like that's I don't think that I don't know it's just you shouldn't have to you know what i mean but the problem is is that it's all run by you know the the um, pharmaceutical companies your education is run i mean everything is run by and it's all about money and that's yes. it not yes. about health
2: Right. you know but healthy I feel like people that's doesn't that's new right i feel like something happened in like the 60s 70s where like it turned corporation heavy yes. and like this like it shifted everything because before right. that i feel like the commonality, like, doctor would come to your house when you were sick and there was this, like, relationship. They would
0: treat you with cannabis. You I know, mean, they would like, treat you with, with things that were, you know, And then it became,
2: like, mm-hmm. not only, like, the corporation, I think, is the fault of it all because it's, it's like, the schooling, mm-hmm. the doctors. Yeah, that's the, over. Like, everything and every aspect of it is, like, people are handcuffed and, like, yeah.
0: You know, and you're, you're demonized I mean, if you if you don't do vaccinations or if yeah, you don't do stuff. Other countries have commercials you know.
2: for, I, like, Viagra. You know I, what I mean? Like, yeah. we advertise for things, like, with these funny, like, SSRIs, right? Let's get in that topic. Okay. You know, like, <laughs> the list. I'll tell you, I've done a lot of drugs in my life, like, <laughs> recreational. Like, I've but, took psychedelics. I've done all kinds of stuff. Nothing was worse than coming off Zoloft. Like, I tried to quit Zoloft cold turkey, and it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Oh, yeah. I I took... I videotaped myself talking, and I watched those later in life, and I was like, holy shit. I was crazy. (laughs) Because, like, I I felt electric shocks going from my brain to my fingertips. You know, I had to go back on, and then I had to wean myself off, and it took me a long time. Yeah. It's crazy. And it was just because a therapist gave me it. You know what I mean? It was a therapist, like, oh, you're going to feel better you know but you should probably take this medication and then I started thinking like what happens if like the zombie apocalypse happens and I can't have my Zoloft
0: and it was like this becomes a dependent. i mean it's crazy to yeah. are dependent like, well, on this was, shit. was my main yes. thing and i think
2: then i started getting like i was taking Zoloft i started taking Adderall as a recreational thing because like i was so tired from the Zoloft and then, like, I got off the Zoloft, but I still started taking adder, Like, you know, and, and just bouncing back from all that, like, has been a nightmare in my life. Yeah. You know, it's
0: crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. It's and,
1: and what are you really treating? You know, with with the SSRIs. Okay. Yeah, you are treating depression. Where's that depression coming from? Why yeah, is that yeah. happening? You know, why? What's going on in the body that's creating that that feeling? you know and, and they're actually linking it more to stuff going on in the gut and
0: also yeah. and also obviously childhood traumas that are exactly. very in deep stress. down inside and stress and yes. it was, I mean for me I
2: think it was like lack of purpose I was working a job I hated. I was doing yeah. things I didn't like I wasn't a relationship that wasn't working really well and like there was like a it was a pull factor of stuff I mean I was exercising and I owned a gym at the time like and it was you know so that part was taken care of but like There was a lot of other factors. I was working a night shift kind of job, Mm -hmm. so like that was like asleep. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would drive all night and come home and then have to watch my kids and kind of like sleep four hours and then hope I could get four hours later. You know, there was a lot of
0: it's crazy. Mm -hmm. You hear they're treating, there's a lot of um, uh, there's a few psychologists or psychiatrists, I think it's psychiatrists out there now that are starting to treat. Um, people coming back for like veterans and people with major depression and anxiety with, with philosylum. Phil- phil- phil Am I pronouncing that right? S- so, Silosylum. No, say it because I can never say the fucking thing right. Mushrooms, mushrooms. mushrooms. mushrooms yeah. There's st- <laughs> psilocybin. Uh, psilocybin and acid and DMT. They're starting to mm-hmm. and they're seeing this huge breakthrough because what that stuff does. And they're doing like, they're microdosing. It. I don't think they're doing, I mean, some, some sessions, I think like DMT and stuff, they're giving them some pretty, pretty powerful stuff, but it's, it's amazing because they're seeing people be able to break down some of those walls and be able to face some of these things that are really holding them back, that are causing the depression or causing the anxiety mm-hmm. and allowing them to be able to function, mm-hmm. you know? So it's amazing. The, the, the just these, these um, things that have been told—they're wrong—and they make you hallucinate and all this kind of bullshit—is actually you're actually seeing things the way they really are. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you go to you the know. bar, and you can drink alcohol. Yeah, you know, that's okay.
0: Right, exactly. Which is you know, way more damaging for you than any of that stuff I just right. mentioned.
1: <laughs> so in cannabis too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, alcohol is far worse.
0: Yeah, far worse. And then, and then we'll think. Well, eventually, well, in New York, we'll get. Uh, with the times, and it will become legal here. Uh, don't get me going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ridiculous. I game. think.
2: I think it's just. And uh, in, 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 I always try to spin it to a positive light. I do think the the general consensus of people are waking up. They are. I think the millennials, like for what they lack in some things, I think they're very smart, and I think they're they question. Yeah. And I think there's a paradigm shift that is actually happening. You see it with like, you know, in the monetary system, you see it with like, you know, not taking like this old way in like saying, no, you know, what? like you're going to treat everybody equal. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what your gender is or what your color is or if you have tattoos or don't have tattoos or you like Pilates. That's
0: throw that one in
2: there. You know, like, we're all equal. We love. We're humans. And just because you worship this God and I worship this God or I don't worship a God, like, we all love. You know, we all want connection. Yeah. You know, and... I do think, I mean, maybe it's just me, Um, I have faith, but then I go to Walmart and I lose it all. I know.
0: (laughs) Just don't go to Walmart. I mean, it's kind of stupid. Don't go there.
2: (laughs) Last time I went there, it was Halloween and we had had to get a Halloween gift and I was like, all right, we'll go to Walmart and we went on a weekend to Henrietta. If you ever want to know what it's like right before you commit suicide, (laughs) it's like driving to Henrietta, going to Walmart on a weekend. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> it's like, Oh God, am I really doing this? All right, here we go. <laughs> that's really
0: got feelings.
2: There was lots of information that day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah I think I, 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 and that's, that's what I've had to learn to do too, is do the same thing, swing it to the positive because whenever, because again, like we talked about earlier, you bombard, bombard, bombard bombard with negativity every single yes. day, every way we turn, And it's, we have to fight to find the positivity in things a lot of mm-hmm. times. So I've taken that approach too, and it's amazing how much better your life is. Right. You just see things on the positive light, even if something tragic happens, you can still swing it to a positive or get something out of it positively, learn from it, or mm-hmm. grow from it, or be able to help somebody else from that experience. You know, and make it positive. I think that's such an important thing to remember and think about because, again, it's such a there's, there's so a really much negative thing. stuff. It's what
2: I what I think. See and listen for creates my reality. Mm, I like that. Mm, I like that. What I think, see and listen for creates my reality. And if you believe in the law of attraction and you believe in the stuff, how you look at the world, how you look at people, how you look at things, how you think to yourself, how you talk to yourself, creates your world. Creates yeah. everything around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So true. You know?
2: mm-hmm.
0: So true. We have. We have. And uh, bring. It, we'll wrap it up in a minute. But bring it back to like the whole medicine and the the supplements and the holistic approach. And then the mindset thing, I think that's, that's one of the ways that they can, the, the medicine world can win super easily too, is it, it doesn't make anybody accountable mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in a, if you're depressed or you're, you're just, you know, you had a shitty day, you can blame it on everything else, right? Same as medicine, right? You can just take that quick fix of taking the medicine. You're going to feel better, but you're not getting to the problem. You can blame everybody else for how you feel that day and not take responsibility for any of it and that makes it easy, Mm -hmm. you know, then you have an excuse to go get drunk at a bar, you know, but if you flip it around and you do what we're saying, we're saying, okay, you know, we can look at everything and we can make it positive. We can, we can, we might not always feel good, but we can still be okay with not feeling good Mm -hmm. and be able to learn from that stuff. And the same thing with the medicine. I mean, I, we know with me, right, I've had to take a hundred percent full responsibility for every action every piece of food or thing that i put in my mouth and and know that it legitimately will affect whether or not i'm going to get feel better or what i'm going to feel worse how long is it going to take me i had to take responsibility for it it's been a long process it's been almost three months and it's still going to be keep going for a while longer you know so it's getting people to kind of want to do that too, mm-hmm. which is not easy. I've yeah. literally felt like shit for two months on <laughs> and off, you know? Um, but I know that it's what my path is and I know it's what I need to do to feel amazing, Right. you know, and I feel so much better now. So I think that's responsibility. It's so, I think it's really scary for people to think that almost everything in their life is in their control, yeah. you know, right. it's very powerful. But people are scared it's of that. Not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the crazy part. It, it right. is, but it isn't. Right, but it is, it is in the sense that you that there's certain things like if you're if you're driving your car and somebody hits you with a car hits hits you that is not that is that was out of your control, right? Yeah. But how you react to that is 100 percent in your control. Right? Oh
2: yeah. Yeah, I so, really disagree. yeah.
0: So th- that's. I mean, I'm just saying
2: that, like, like life. I think in general, and the, the hardest, and one of the greatest lessons I've learned is that it's. it, it is, but it isn't. Like it's this push pull. Like, right. like in yoga, like we we want to engage, but we want to let go. Right, right, right. We want to engage, but we want to let go. Right, right. Like, it's so weird, right? It's like, like the Buddhist
0: Buddhist principle. You you're down the middle line. You just live down the middle line. You see it all. But like you just live that kind of neutral path, so to speak. You know, you're not here, you're not here, you're just here, but you see it all. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it makes sense. You guys look at me like I'm crazy, but that's <laughs>
2: no, like, no, like, like, oh,
0: that's you know, it, it, to me that makes a lot of sense, and that's how I try to, especially in stressful situations, just try to be on that middle path, so I don't get involved in it in either way. You know. Um, doesn't always work but especially when we're talking about vaccines but you know <laughs> but it's it's you know it's uh, it definitely is um, super powerful you know, I think
2: for me it. like and, and like kind of looping it back again like like I found cons- like you know conspiracy theories for me like I, I fell into that I was oh like, yeah oh my god like this is happening and that is happening and it took me that to like okay what's the answer to this Right. you know and what is looping me to like self-love and taking care of myself and like yoga and treating people kindly. And like it, I have to go through those phases of kind of like just really disgusted about men, like man kind in general, like, and like these things that have happened and where we've come from and like kind of accepting, okay, like that's okay. And we're here and I'm okay. And it starts with me, my community, Mm -hmm. my, my family. And how can I change things? Yeah. How can I make things better for people?
0: Right. Just exactly. I think that's so, that's so important. So um, at the end, we always ask a question to everybody and the question is, um, and I kind of, I sort of kind of asked this to you in the beginning, (laughs) but I'll ask it in kind of a different way. What is, uh, what is something that you suggest to people if they're at their wits end, they hate their job, they don't feel good, they're, they're um, completely just don't know what to do with their life, what is their first steps? I'm not necessarily talking about somebody that will go see you for the mm-hmm. services per se, but just like, just something in general, what is, what is, what is something you suggest for people to just start getting on, yeah. on the right track?
1: Uh, one of my favorites is, is actually a book, uh, it's called The Healing Codes, uh, six minutes to heal the source of blah, 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 by Alexander Lloyd and Ben Johnson. Uh, and I think that has made probably the biggest difference, not only in my life, but in a lot of my patients' lives. Okay. Um, and it, it really talks about stress and how, how to turn off some of the stress mechanisms in our body, whether it's been, you know, no, realized or unrealized stress that we have, um, that we're triggered. You know, certain things can trigger us throughout the day, like a color, a scent, a sound, you know, and how, how do we kind of heal those stressors or those wounds, mm-hmm. um, that maybe even stemming from childhood or even, or even, you know, genetically, right. uh, you know, I think that, that it does get encoded in our DNA and, and, mm-hmm. uh, that can be even transferred from one generation to the next, but, um, it's a little, little out there, but it, uh, it it's a good one. I really like it. That.
0: That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Lastly, Sandra, how can people find you um, if they want to get an appointment with you? If they want, you know, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you and kind of see what you do and all that stuff?
1: Uh, I, I have a Facebook page, okay. uh, Surviving Naturally One Hundred and One, uh, and I will be posting some updates uh, next week. I go to the conference. So we'll conference you. <laughs> it's, uh, the anti-aging conference. Okay, nice, uh, nice. And I'll be posting updates on uh, as I learn things because I always uh, like to look back and have that documented. So yeah. some of the highlights will be uh, will be put on Facebook. Um, and also uh, I have a website that's not that great right now, but it's getting fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> survivingnaturally.com. Uh, my num- my numbers on there and contact information.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Well Sarah, it's been awesome to have you. Thank you. I'm glad you're you so well, fine. You so so it was yeah. fun. <laughs> it's
1: been it's been awesome.
0: Um, so everybody listening out there, please as always like, share, comment, any questions, talk about vaccines, get pissed off. It's always fun. Um, <laughs> and hope you guys learned something and can take away something good, <coughs> good from this uh, today. And thank you guys and we will see you next time.